Check, check. Hey, everyone. It's the Herald and Modcast. It's the Herald and Modcast, a.k.a. also known as the Wheeler Dealers, episode 52. <laughs> uh, we're up to like episode 300. I hate to tell you. No. <laughs> yeah. Not with the Wheeler Dealers podcast. Uh, if that's a new podcast that I don't know about, then I don't know what to say. Well, that's fine. Except that uh, we got a lot to talk about today. This is our now streaming segment filled with streaming movies that are available to you on your streaming services. And you can, you know, won't have to be uh, swimming upstream to watch yeah. these if you do what I'm saying. Yeah, you might you might have missed them in the theaters or they didn't get a theatrical release or there's too much content out there you can't weed through. And we help you out with that. We're starting with I'm not a serial killer. I'm not a serial killer. I'm just a poor boy. <laughs> and nobody loves me. Uh, yeah, this movie was freaking cool. This is uh, indie. Th- I guess it's a horror movie. It is. I yeah. mean, it's a thriller. It's a crime thriller about this kid, Max Records, who uh, was the kid in Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah, the live action version of Where the Wild Things Are. And his he's mom... He's all grown up now. Yeah, he's all grown up now. His mom, Laura Frazier, who you saw in First Night with his Leisure, she was like the lady blacksmith on his crew. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Lloyd, of course, of yeah. Christopher Lloyd fame. Yeah. Uh, he Max Records, uh, he plays this kid whose mother is an undertaker and crime, you know... I guess she does crime scene. I don't know. She's an undertaker. Yeah, and she they do, you know, embalming. They have their own funeral home, and it's a family business. So he's sort of down there in the mortuary or morgue, whatever it is, you know, hacking up bodies and piecing them together. And so, yeah, there's some horror elements for sure. And it's a dark sort of real-to-life sort of horror. Like when they're cutting into yep. the bodies, it's not like slasher stuff. It's sort of like csi like not CSI, yeah no no like, that's yeah. accurate yeah and it was very kind of if you're squeamish you'll be squeamish yeah if you're squeamish it's very like clinical setting cutting into people and stuff yeah and it's gory you know to a point and but the kid is we learn right away that he has serial killer tendencies well he, he's <laughs> like he has his shrink and he has he's diagnosed as sociopath so he has like he has, you know, all the signs of what could potentially be a serial killer. He has seven point. He has several several points of potentially the mark of what could be, and he's fighting it. And he's this kid is the, one of the best things about the film. His performance is yeah. Really you got to hand it to him because this movie could have felt really slow if the acting wasn't good. It and is he, a little slow. It's a little slow, but it, it's if you stick with it, it's actually very entertaining. And I didn't really have a problem sticking with it. It just at points I did feel like oh, it's just, this is like a slower paced movie yeah so it's not really like horror thriller suspense it's like sort of a mystery and it gets a little more suspenseful as the movie goes on yeah but i really feel like the lead was uh good enough to sort of carry it through those slower points uh-huh and he I, he was a good he's a good young actor he's kid. a star in the making i, I someone's got to snatch him up and put in, put him in something because that kid he reminds me of wes bentley in american beauty that kind of performance yeah kind of sort of right yeah, yeah that's a good yeah he's yeah he's he's good and the supporting cast is good and christopher lloyd is of course christopher lloyd and that's really as cool. his neighbor his old neighbor who like has ailing neighbor who's been with his wife forever and he loves her 
And um, meanwhile, there's there's uh, people are dying all over town. Well, people are being murdered. Murdered. Yeah. And they don't know who it is. And so this, you know, sort of uh, gets this our lead character, you know, sort of geeked up because he sort of has this fascination with serial killers anyway. He's writing papers about it in school yeah. and he knows all the different killers and their ways. Mm-hmm. And then he starts getting on his own little like detective uh, kick trying to go around and see if he could piece it together and he's looking for signs and patterns with the bodies because all of the bodies are going to their morgue right you know yeah. so they're getting a lot of business but it's also like a killer on the loose in the small rural town yeah, it's like midwestern and it's in the winter so it's very bleak yeah the, the uh cinematography is very good in it it's good. it's it's, ki- it's kind of got a dark sort of bleak feeling really sort of dry like it's not giving you a lot like the shots are really sort of static yeah and the lighting and stuff is very sort of yeah like bleak yeah there's not a lot of like fancy lighting and shots and stuff it's all very sort of cold and just too true to life stuff you know the the director's name is billy o'brien british director uh it's co-written by him and uh another director writer named christopher hyde and uh, I think they do a really good job with it. You really sort of are taken into this little town and you feel I- you feel the isolation. Mm-hmm. And the lead character sort of ends up following Christopher Lloyd out into an ice fishing jaunt. And and it's revealed. Yeah, it's revealed that, you know, no spoilers, that he's a, he is the killer. But he's not just a but human being. But he's not being. just the killer. <laughs> it's more than just an old serial killer man. There's a whole sort of sci-fi element yeah. to this that you don't really see coming. But is also sort of believable in this sort of true-to-life world that they create. I have to say, not only do you not see it, see it coming... I had to sort of think about it after a while because he takes this guy, this vagrant or whoever, out to go ice fishing. Yeah, some like drifter guy. And who's about to kill, kill him. him. And then he turns around and this weird sword comes out of his arm. It was like a fucking, like, who do you, like T2, like arm extension, yeah. like shoots out and like impales the guy through his chest and just dies. And then you hear him making these like weird monsters, yeah. animal sounds. You know, and the kid's watching the whole thing, and he like pisses himself. Right? Yeah, he does. He looks That's right. Terrified because they're in the middle of nowhere, ice fishing, and he sees him like ripping out his organs and like eating this guy. And you're like, oh fuck, where where is this movie going? And all of a sudden, it's like an episode of X Files. It 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 felt like X Files, and yeah, it was that it was kind cool. of gritty that look, kind of feel. Yeah, and I mean, I have to say, when that happened, you reacted. And you were like, oh, he's like a, he's a demon. And I was like, what? Because I had to see it almost twice to realize that it that's what it was. Because you almost happened. think he's just so, it's a sword. Stabbed him. Or, yeah. yeah. But it's really like his arm like shooting out this like black tar. Because there's like, they, they keep doing kind of these news reports and they're saying, oh, so-and-so was found. And there's this mysterious black tar substance at the scene. Yeah. And, you know, and then we found this body missing from 42 years ago. And it's the only other time we've seen this like black tar substance. And it's a young picture of Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. So, like, long story boring. It's like this alien takes over his body 42 years ago and has to, like, sustain himself by replacing the organs and stuff. And but what's cool is that we find that the only reason he continues to sustain himself is because he's in love with his wife. His old wife. They're like this old couple. And he's, like, falling apart because he can't continue killing in this little town or something. Yeah. Even though he is. But he's like willing to 
just fall well, apart. Because he to eat people's organs to stay alive. Yeah, or like absorb their organs. Yeah. Like replace his body parts with, and he keeps having to replace them at a higher frequency because it's an old body, but he doesn't want to leave his wife. Right. But the, the monster doesn't. So like really the monster has like fallen for this woman, his wife. They've been married 30 years or something. You find out. Yeah, and he, he loves her. And it's it's an interesting story because you find it's it's paired with this kid's struggle to avoid being a serial killer himself. And sort of like fit in and he, you know, he has problems at home and yep. with his dad and everything. His dad's never gone. Around. Yeah. And he's very frustrated. He he He's frustrated at the fact that he feels nothing for people. He doesn't care the people being killed. But the following this guy's love for his wife almost shakes him into realizing that he's a human too and that he's not a serial killer. No, he's not. And he tries to do it and he can't really do it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he tries to do it in order to stop Christopher Lloyd, you know, without spoiling too much. And he can't really go through with it. But then he sort of, you know, still is able to achieve it enough. Yeah. To sort of, because he basically takes on Christopher Lloyd because he's the only one that knows. Yeah. And he wants to stop Christopher Lloyd. At first I thought it was going to be like a transitioning of power or like a, not a transit or like sort of mentor mentee yeah sort of thing. i didn't think that was gonna happen and so I, that's just like one angle one yeah. direction that a movie like that would have gone you know but it didn't go that direction they sort of like were at odds so it's like the real serial killer monster versus this kid who potentially has the capacity to be a serial killer right like all the signs and stuff so you know and so you, they sort of go uh head to head in a sense and that plays out and then there's a real, quite a large payoff in the end of the film, which is pretty awesome. It's a great payoff. It's worth the whole price of admission, yeah. which is like nothing. nothing. <laughs> it's, it's on it's Netflix a for free. IFC film. Yeah. It's like IFC After Dark or whatever they call it. They're whatever production company that they make. Yep. Original movies. Excuse us, Yanni. Yeah, Memnet. You bit a little Yanni there? Yeah, a little Yanni. Uh, so... I I really enjoyed it. I by the end when you get to that payoff, you're like, wow, that was really a cool movie. Yeah, it is cool. It's definitely worth you know the putting it on Netflix. I'm always looking for new horror films on Netflix. You yeah, know? there's so many, but there's so many and there's so much so many shit ones, you know. But there's then you find a few that are really cool and it's it's great. Yeah, that's the whole. That's what makes Netflix fun is just like finding movies you never heard of and you put them on and you're like completely satisfied with the experience yep and which we were yeah i was just you know this for a free movie just to turn on on netflix this was great and christopher lloyd's performance is really good and you know you really want to see it to the end once things get going yep yeah horror fans will like it i think non-horror fans will like it too maybe yeah i mean if you're not, it's not into it's not hardcore horror really no, it's only like the most gory stuff is the stuff in the lab like in the mortuary like in the morgue where they're cutting open and like there's some and that's more like crime stuff yeah that's like crime sounds of the lambs like organs yeah and body parts and shit but it's not like you know you never really see like gory murders no you see the aftermath and that kind of thing yeah so i don't know i'd give it like 7.8 7.8 i think is fair man yeah it's definitely worth a watch you know 7.8 to 8.0 is i think a fair rating for this movie yeah absolutely and you know it's cool that they're making a horror movie that's sort of left of center of like full straight up horror you know 
found footage, all the other crap that's on uh, streaming nowadays that yeah. just goes straight to streaming. It's all sort of the same, more or less. This is a different feel, different vibe. Absolutely. All right, so that's it for I'm Not a Serial Killer. Uh, you can look for it now on Netflix. Netflix.